Hello, everyone. Welcome to Film Seizure. I am Jason Oliver, and I am joined by my two co-hosts, Jeff Arbuckle. Hey, what's up? How's it going, everybody? Chuck, how are you feeling over there? I'm feeling really good. There you go. Well, I you like how did? you passed it around. Yeah, I like go. that. It was good. Hot potato. <laughs> and uh, if you listened to last week's episode on uh, Starstruck, you know that this week's episode is the last in our journey, our, our walkabout through Australia. Dead End Drive-In is this week's film. Yeah. It is. Yes. It is this week's film. It is this week's film. Yeah. Dead End Drive-In. Yeah. You answered the question. 1986? So. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It is. Would you say that this is also kind of like the last drive-in? Um, Just minus Joe Bob Briggs? No. No. I wouldn't. But it's it's exploitation, so Ooh. it's got that. It is that. Yeah. I mean, there's titties, there's fighting, yeah. there's titty fighting. Yeah, there's driving. I don't remember the titty fighting. No, I don't know. I was like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> titty fighting. Yeah, there wasn't any titty fighting. No. There, there is some like crazy like Egyptian moving, bald goth ladies and guys with uh, with boom boxes that have cattle Texas horns, horns attached attached yeah. to them. Maybe that was Joe Bob. Ah, yeah. Maybe that was Joe Bob with the cattle horns on his boom box. I doubt it. Wearing it like a backpack. But also making it look like it's the chair he used to have. Exactly. Bingo. Exactly. Bingo. Connected. Boom. All See, right. After all. <laughs> anyway. So, 1986, Dead End Drive-In. This is our. Um, you you can't do an Osploitation month without a Brian Trenchard. Uh, Brian Trenchard. Which one? A bitch, bitch. Without Brian Trenchard Smith film. Yeah, that's kind of that's the. That's hard. A, that's hard. It's a bit of a tongue twister. He's got a lot of um, vow or um, whatever. Brian Trenchard Smith, but uh, this is not the first Brian Trenchard Smith movie we've done at Film Seizure. Nope. What was it, Jeff? I don't remember. Do not remember? <laughs> no, I just know it wasn't. Um, uh, hang on a second. In fact, it's the third. Really? Uh-huh. Um, did I do any of them? I don't think I did. Okay. No. Oh, 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 All right. Let the fans know. What was it? All right. So uh, it's uh, Leprechaun 3 and 4. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. I knew that. Uh-huh. 3 sucks. 4 is... No. No. 3, three is, great. is amazing. 3 is amazing. 3 is four the best sucks. one. 3 yeah, is the best like, Leprechaun movie. Yeah. I like... Uh, four the is Vegas space. Yeah. 4 is in space. Yeah. 4 is really bad. Um... What is? But that? I would be as I would be as bold to say that, that Leprechaun Three is far and away the best Leprechaun movie. I I could see that. This is really fun. Yeah. Yep. What was the what's? I mean, you didn't. So this is four, our third, and this is your third. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Now, meanwhile, this is our third. Meanwhile, over at B Movie Animal, right, right. Here we go. Uh, Blood Tide, Turkey Shoot. Yep. Um, and uh, Night of the Demons Two. Yes. Yes, indeed. So we're now three for th- now. We're three and three. Yeah. Whoever whoever does the next one takes the series. <laughs> <laughs> he um, also made um, some other movies: BMX Bandits, Nicole Kimmons uh, kind of breakthrough, I guess, like her Australian breakthrough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that one has. Uh, I might get to the seventh before I might do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, his deck director. Wow, I'm really having trouble tonight. You're struggling. His directorial debut is The Man from Hong Kong, which uh, is fantastic. Uh, 
stunts by Grant Page, who we saw earlier this month in Road Games. Ooh, Grant Page was the Strangler. The killer. Yeah. yeah. The Strangler. Um, Grant Page is, uh, we mentioned that he's a very famous stunt man in Australia, who was also the, the, the subject of another Brian Trenchard Smith film, Stunt Rock, which I really wanted to pick. Yeah. And that's a movie that I really want us to watch together. I'm going to probably run it outside, project it outside this yeah. summer, because it's just so much fun. But it's not like a lot there to talk about. Right. Right. Um, and of course, Turkey Shoot, which Jeff mentioned already. We That's a huge... I like I'm a huge movie. fan of that movie. I like that movie. Yeah, I like that movie a lot. And in too. fact, Man I from like Hong all Kong, the things that explode at the end. Yes, yeah. which, <laughs> which um, that movie and A Man from Hong Kong make cameos in the movie we're going to talk about this week, Dead End Driving. Oi, <clears throat> yeah, oi. Um, I'm going to say something. Yes, that might be a bit surprising. Uh-oh. <laughs> This is by far my least favorite of this movie. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, I just was not connecting with it. Mm. Um, there were certain things I connected to with it. Certainly explodey things at the end. I actually laughed pretty hard when something explodes at the end. <laughs> oh my God, it's a great explosion. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then I felt that the movie was particularly ugly yeah yeah like with the characters in particular and so you guys know if i can't connect to a character as you can't connect to crabsy though a little bit but everything happens so fast that it's like this i mean you're right this is exploitation yeah and good god i know exploit exploitation but there is Nothing about this that I feel. It, it, it feels like the whole thing's a non-starter. Hmm. But uh, I mean, it's not that I hate the movie. Yeah, I just wasn't digging it like I felt like I should. This was to me what uh, get crazy is to you. Okay. Like, I'm feeling disappointed in myself. I know because I thought you would dig this a lot. I really did. So yeah. again, I'm going to go back to what I said a few weeks ago. <laughs> thirst wins this month oh, it's too soon we should have talked about that later well, <laughs> but, well yeah we'll, we'll get we'll come back around to that. but no i mean like this was one that i thought i was gonna like a lot more yeah than i did i'm guessing chuck you were somewhere in the middle on this yeah yeah i think i did like this movie but it was at times a bit of a slog okay i felt like a little which is weird because there was always stuff going on uh-huh. but that hour at the feet at the drive-in is like okay the same things are happening yeah it's like over come on. and over again like nobody like you're just kind of resign yourself that you have to break out that there's no that there's that there's no way to unite people around the idea that this isn't right well no so weird. so here's yeah. the thing there's people in there so should we start with how this movie starts before we get into why yeah there's people I, I, in... I, I think this is probably a good movie we can talk about in order because there's really only so many plot points anyway right right because yeah. i have a like the stuff in the theater i know why some people are not breaking out right? well like, sure i know i can understand why the one um the one guy who's looking like Ortho from fucking Beetlejuice. He totally doesn't look like Ortho, He ain't yeah. breaking out because he can run things. Right. But anyway. But go, yeah, Jason, you have, you said you wrote down the stuff at the beginning of what? I did, I did. So, so I also listened to a, a little bit of the beginning of the commentary with uh, Trenchard Smith. 
And um, to set that up, he he says he likes what making what if movies, right? Right. It's this movie is very much in the vein right. of of uh, Turkey Shoot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's um, it's Turkey Shoot is ugly at times. It is, but there's the but you uh, mm, go ahead. Well, it maybe maybe it's not as grimy. Well, it's, it's not. It's to not disconnect as, from it, it, it and, you, and enjoy you understand, it as pure exploitation. Yeah, I understand the world of Turkey Shoot. Yeah, way better, and that's probably because of Steve Railsback being the 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 underground radio guy explaining it. Well, I think if there is one knock on one really good knock on this movie is that yes, it's very it's very difficult to co- really kind of understand the motivations happening here the stakes are the stakes are hard to understand right, like right. what are the stakes like what's for really these happening in this world even though all of this information is given to you from the beginning well i mean i i enjoyed the scene when crabs is riding around uh with the tow truck guy and you know frank it, uh, yeah it's frank frank yeah like i get it like okay you know it's like everybody's kind of out for themselves this is like pure libertarian nightmare yeah and everybody's out for themselves and you have to get there first or you get nothing right and you have to defend yourself because the cops are fucking worthless when the car boys show up right they are absolutely fucking worthless yeah and so i get that part of it where it's like you know you're kind of fending for yourself however there is this kind of weird uh, mix of you know like the yeah i mean it is saying things that i should understand and like and get when it comes to the uh uh what what's the, the privatization of this kind of concentration camp right chain but also like how like everybody's out for themselves and you can't trust anybody and you can't work with anybody unless you can get everybody together to go, you know, kill those dirty Asians that just showed up. Right. Well, let me let me set it up. Let me set it up. Yeah, please do. So, um, we're we're treated to quite a bit of uh, exposition at the beginning of this movie by text on screen. Um, it was very uh, and, gay from and, New York, and some of it is is chronologically out of order, which is confusing. But is it not? It's not regionally out of order though. Like it seems like it's no. regional. No, it's it's chronologically out of order. The very first thing is um, Sydney, January 26, 1988. The bicentennial celebrations spark the Rocks Riot. 51 people die. Um, I assume that has some kind of relevance to to Australia. They're, they're probably celebrating some kind of national holiday, bicentennial national holiday. I don't know what the Rocks is, but um, it's the first sign that things are going wrong. But then the next, the next thing says Tahiti, December 3rd. 1988 oh i guess that that's not out of order never mind you're, you're right it's not out of order okay. I'm, I'm just my dyslexia is kicking in um the um Marora atoll destroyed by nuclear accident pacific fishing grounds polluted so all right so now all that's going to so very directly yeah. affect australia's economy and their food source right sure then you've got cape town april 1st 1989 the great white massacre which when i first read this i thought Great White Shark. I did too. <laughs> I thought a bunch of like, sharks. And then everybody. I thought, I want to see that movie. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, no, I don't want to see that movie. No. <laughs> because 103 people die, not by um, sharks, which would make a hell of a movie, 
but because of you know racial riots. Yeah. Gold and diamond export cease. Uh, then New York, June tenth, nineteen ninety, the second Wall Street crash, world economic crisis spreads. And then it says it keeps going. Inflations, sh- inflation shortages, unemployment, crime wave, government invokes emergency powers. So that's your setup. It's a fucking dystopian nightmare. Sure. Not even dystopian. It's just chaos. It's it's anarchy. Yeah, it is anarchy. Right. Exactly. Whereas, because um, obviously this is in some way, shape, or form influenced by like the type of stuff that we saw in Mad Max. Right. So I kind of feel like it's it works as a prequel. Even to Mad Max. Although, I don't know if I'd agree with that even, because with Mad Max, there still is some semblance of civilization and government. Yeah, but it's, it's like, it's barely there. And in this, it's, it's more there than it is in Mad Max, in my, yeah. in my view. I mean, I feel like in Mad Max, there's like three or four police outposts left. Yeah, and but Mad also, Max is like one of the last of maybe a few dozen cops. Yeah, but I mean, like, the one thing about Mad Max is, is that he and his wife and kid are still going on vacation. That's true. And it seems to be a normal life. But well, it's, this is very but it's centered, not... though, too. We don't yeah. see a lot of the world, and we're seeing the dregs of it. That's sure. true, too. Right? Not sure. where other people might be doing better. Right. right. Well, that's the key to this movie, is it really is about, at its, its thematic core, it's about... um in this time of you know chaos and anarchy it's all right we at the top of the food chain the rich and affluent and well-to-do those of us in power our 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 um our i guess what keeps us in power is now at stake right right we we in order to keep our place at the top we've got to keep the people underneath us we've got the anarchists or whatever you want to call them we've got to put them in somewhere right and and we've got to keep them placated and happy and subdued so that they don't want to fight up the food chain and take what's ours right right yeah that's what it's all about right right um but it's not really explicitly it's not very well shown no like all that stuff that you read it's like okay i'm in it's like okay we got we got ourselves something of a john carpenter world it does it feels very escape from new york right? yeah it's escape from new york i think Krabs is kind of our kurt russell he really is well he kind of is except for he's much more scrawny yeah (laughs) you know he's got a great character arc though because he does because he's kind of like when you first meet Krabs, he's kind of like a like a goofy guy, he seems a little bit of like maybe a little bit of a weasel, a little bit of a of a weakling. But right? you know, he's trying maybe to improve himself character. a little bit because he's doing the jogging, right. punching thing in the beginning of the movie. He's trying to get get built up. He's trying to get fit. I mean, he, he does he have, has a job. He's got a pretty yeah. good looking girlfriend. And he does have a really good looking girlfriend. Yeah, she's all right. But he wants to be Frank, right? Let's Frank. be frank. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, my brain Sorry, shut down for a second. That's the way I heard you. Like, what does he want to be frank about? He yeah. Wants, my brain to... shut down for a second. I'm like, okay. He wants he to does. be his older brother, Frank. He yes. looks up to Frank. Frank's a big guy. You know, he, he is like built for this world. Oh, my God. He, yeah. he, he fucks up those car boys. Yes. So, so then, yes, that's where we're kind of like, you have these... The, this disaffected youth that have, have banded together in gangs and um, 
they're kind of collectible, collectively called carboys, but they definitely have like different gang jackets and things. Like this is a gang world, and it's them and the authority, and then everybody else who's just trying to make a living still and, and scratch it out. Right. In this world that's falling apart, right? And that's who Krabsy and um and Frank are. They're they're just trying to make a living. Um, but they have to contend with corrupt cops and the carboys. Right. Can we real quick, um, we should explain why Jimmy's name, nickname is Krabs. Oh, go ahead. Because he thought he had crabs once, but then it just stuck. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. didn't. But it just stuck. But it just stuck. Did you guys notice, so this is just a funny thing I noticed, when... Krabs does his little jogging thing, and then he sees his girlfriend. He's about to drive off. the The punk car pulls up of the you know the no good dudes, right? Who are I guess they're car boys too, right? Because when they see tow trucks, they try to get to the cars that are on the road. Um, the guy that's out of the roof, he's talking exactly like Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> yeah. and he throws a Chinese star, uh-huh. star through uh-huh. Stallone's chest. Yep. 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 What do you remember? What the the name of that movie was? What was it? It was Rambo Eight. Rambo Eight. Rambo takes Russia. That's <laughs> hilarious. You but can't win like a, a little joke. in Russia unless you're Rambo. <laughs> unless you're Rambo. That seemed like a little joke though, right? Oh, for that sure. guy was totally Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I didn't I didn't catch the Schwarzenegger thing, but that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, did you all see what the other uh, sign behind him said? The Probably, guy who throws but the I star? forget. It says, "Jesus, the Lord is coming. Wear a raincoat." Yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Pe- so people have totally lost it. Yes. Basically. Yeah. It's all fucked. Yeah, it's all fucked. But you have, like, nobody really cares either, which is really kind of weird because Frank is going to drop crabs off at a strip where you can go to a bar or whatever. So there's still, like, businesses out yeah. there, right? Yeah. But he gets a call that there's a three car wreck and he has to go claim it from another driver. Nobody there cares about the people that nope. are just fucking dying. Nope. They're yeah. not even dead yet. No, he's going to take the cars, people or not. Yeah, there's no yes. money in those people who are dying. Right. Nope. So the money is all in the car parts, because no one's manufacturing shit anymore, right? Empathy like, has has died. Yes. In this world. Yeah, yeah there's no care for your, your fellow man. No. That's what libertarianism but, is. Oh, but thanks. crabs... Thanks. Crabs, well, no, empathy is out the window. But if you watch crabs in that scene, he still has it. There's a humanity there. Yes. So he's looking at the scene and he is, he's not comfortable with what he sees. Right. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, yeah, it's just the, the problem is. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's one of those moments. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all right. Here's my problem with it, right? Because once we get to the, so he he's going to take his girlfriend out. Um, Carmen. Carmen. Yeah. Um. He's going to take her out to the drive-in. And his mistake is he tells them that he doesn't have a job so he can pay less. Which So he's he's a cheap ass. Right. right. Yeah. Which is kind of funny, but it's... Two same. unemployed. Right. Yeah. Yeah, there's two different prices. There's, it's $10 for um, adults, three fifty, I think, if you're unemployed. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, two tickets is, you know, it's yeah. worth two in the bush or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Nailed it. That I mean, it is Australia. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so um, so that's his big mistake because it is his big mistake because he loses tires on his brother's car, and that basically traps him 
at the drive-in. Yeah. Um, because that's where they put the undesirables and the unemployed and just, you know, they just stash them away. The bottom feeders. The bottom feeders. The, the scum. Right. Basically, anybody... God, you're so mean to these people. I know, but huh? that's... I'm, I'm, I'm saying it from the... From the viewpoint of the people who are putting them there. I know. Right? He's talking truth from power. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, like, <sighs> while there are plenty of people who would have no reason to leave because they can rule the roost, if you will, right? It's not even ruling the roost. They get a free meal. Well, sure. But they're... They don't have to work. Like, they're given everything. Right. But there's... And in, if you're out in the world, you have to fight for what you want. Here, you don't. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, and I understand that aspect of it, but I find it hard to believe that there's like a thousand people in here and there's only one guy. 193. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Let's be let's, you know, numbers, whatever. They specifically well, say 193. Okay. okay so, numbers. So you're, you're acting like all of them went there that night. They didn't. No, I know they did 180 of them might have been beaten down by the system already. They've already gone through their. Sure. Their but, moments of trying to escape. But, right, there's, but I, what, I, exactly needed, right, what right. I needed was for one other guy to basically. Whether he sh- whether he's there to help at the end or not, for him to basically tell Krabs, yeah, you know, I was just like you once, and you're not going to ever be able to get out. Right, right. But, you know, so instead, we're left it's, with a one guy. Instead of that coming from the authority figure, the guy who runs the place, it could should have come from someone in the camp. Right. I, I agree with that. I would On make, day I, fucking one. That makes it a stronger movie. Yeah, because, like, we're stuck here, and we're just like, dude. You're here for like, I don't know, four years for all I know. Yeah. And you just decide, I'm just going to take this fucking cop car and blow everything up. I don't know. These are, in some ways, it's nitpicking. But again, it, it was compounding as I was going to like. Eh. I feel like if you look at it from the viewpoint of these people and what the world has gone through, it makes sense that there are very few people that would want to fight the system. That's that's you know fair. what I mean? Like, yeah. I get what you're saying from a story perspective, but I th- it feels right to me that there is just one guy who cares that people are dying and cares that people are being oppressed, where everyone else is like, we've got it good here. Yeah. We can eat. We can take showers. We can hang out. We smoke. We, we get all the racism. beer we well, want. His, well, his we girl- can be racism. We can be racism. <laughs> well, his girlfriend, even, is kind of like, she's she's living on the streets. She's a runaway. Yeah, so right? this is good for her. Right, this is perfect. You know, her yeah. parents can't find her. You know, she's she gets everything she wants and needs, even though it's junk. Right. right? Which right. is which is important, right? This, they're not giving them anything good. No, but it's but other, than, other than some bitch of movies. What's funny, <laughs> I mean, though? Well, you do get a Coca-Cola when you go to eat. Right. I, so. I don't mean this to, like, talk down on anybody, but if you talk about people... In their twenties, who like exploitation movies and like, like we when we were kids, we would eat dirty burgers all the time. Dirty burgers. Like, it's the stuff we would do anyways. They're giving to us. I think he's commenting on the way I live my life now. Well, no, I, you know what I mean. I think I you know what I mean, though. Like that's the kind of excess we would have wanted when sure. we were these kids' uh, ages. Sure, sure, is sure. what I'm trying to say. Because um, they're not old people in there. Those people would have probably fought to get out, or I, older people. I think another key indicator here, too, is that he was someone who was employed, who could pay the $10. Yeah. 
who because he, he was cheap, he did. Yeah. He paid the three fifty. Well, he 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 fucked with the system. He's not disaffected yet, right? Yeah. Right. So he so when they all get trapped, they they're like, well, this is better than what we've got outside. Yeah, absolutely. For him, it's not. No, he's like, it's better. Out I there. have a better life out there, and yeah. even his girlfriend is like, it's not right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I just, uh, like I said, it, it kind of compounded on me when I was kind of like, yeah, this is kind of an ugly world. But it you, is but, totally But you, want, but you want to know the truth of the matter for me is I don't really care about the story. I just fucking love how this movie looks. It does look I love good. how it's shot. I love the color. I love the neon. I love the trash. I love the whole, I, have, I love the audacity of, of shooting an entire movie in a drive-in theater. Yeah. I love I love the the camps and the yeah. and this subculture that they have to scrap out. Yeah, I love no. I love the look and the characters of all of the people there. The yeah. aesthetic of like their their costumes and the, yeah. and the props and the, the the production design. Like I just love all the creative detail of this movie. I will give it when I say the movie is ugly. I don't necessarily mean it. It looks ugly as much as it is just an ugly. Yeah. Uh, I knew what you uh, meant. An ugly situation. I knew what you meant. Um, Yeah, because like there are moments in this movie where it's like, damn, this looks great. Fucking great. And, you know, it does. If there's anything that it reminds me of, speaking again of Mad Max, because everything is connected to Mad Max in Australia some way or another. Um, It it kind of pretty much is. It reminds (laughs) me a little bit of like Beyond Thunderdome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where there is pockets of these kind of civilizations, but it's all built on garbage. Yeah. 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 Well, well most definitely. I get that for sure. Like, what's the name of the, the, Thunderdome, the Thunderdome city? And I, I can't remember. But Thunderdome. Thunderdome. I don't know. It's the <laughs> no, Thunderdome no, no, city. No, Thunderdome is like the Thunderdome. I know. I know. That is the name of the city. But anyway, it doesn't Tina matter. Turnerville. Tina Turner. T- Tina Turner Town. <laughs> Tina Turner Town. <laughs> Tina Towner. <laughs> is, is, Tina Towner. <laughs> Is Ike's bike shop there? Yeah. <laughs> but he just beat you. Up. Ike's uh, can't, can't beat the price. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That's unbelievable. <laughs> Sometimes your wit is, is, is too good. It's too good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> now I'm dying. Over oh here. my goodness! Oh, that was good. <sighs> anyway, anyway, um, the first movie they're watching is Turkey Shoot. I see. I was trying to place it, and I knew I saw it. Yeah, but I don't remember that. Yeah, the first movie they're watching when they get to the drive-in because the one guy gets impaled. Yeah, one and then they start blowing up. everything. And then up. they start blowing everything up, and then the, people get blown up. People get blown up by the jet. Yeah, yeah, and all the the tents and anything blow up. Yeah, that's it's all turkey shoot. Um, that's when you know they get there and they think everything's fine. We're just gonna have a nice, you know, steamy night of sex in the Whew. in the Chevy while the while the she's, rain's she's all right, down. right, Chuck. She's yeah, all right. she's all right. <laughs> yeah, she didn't do much after this. Um, a few things. She died young. Oh, did she? She had cancer and died at 48. Oh, that's too bad. I, you would have thought, I mean, she, I thought she was pretty good. She's good. Pretty good performance. Pretty good actor. She looks good. She's very, very beautiful. Yeah, those right. eyes are gorgeous. Um, oh, yeah. Those are like, yeah. Yeah. You would have thought that she would have gone places. Were you guys starstruck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they uh, they have a good time in the Chevy. Yeah. 
And then all of a sudden, his wheels are getting stolen. The wheels come off. The wheels like, come literally, off. Literally, 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 they, 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 they off. do. They do. It's never good after, again. No, it's not. It's never good again. Because when they go in, it's like, if you've seen Barbarian, it's like the night the girl pulls up at the... Yeah, you know, you see very... The Airbnb. Yeah, right. They're very focused yep. on what they're doing. And, you know, when things are dark, you can't see how bad they look, right? Right. And, yeah, it's never good again for them. No, it really is not. And um, and their relationship is never as good as it is then. It's on diverging tracks from that point forward. Well, yeah, because very shortly after that, like, he doesn't want to fool around. She just wants to fuck all the time. Right. And well, she is, like... She's into the situation, right? Like, she doesn't care that they're trapped. She doesn't even really, I don't think, realize the full... She doesn't consider herself a prisoner. She considers right. the life she was in right. the, the, the prison. Right. Yeah. 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 We never know her whole story, but her parents are looking for her, but she's escaped something. Right. You know, in her home. So, yeah, I mean, she's... Probably she, religion. Could be. Could be. That's the second girl that escaped her home this month, too. Road games. Road games. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamie Lee. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, really, the middle section of this movie, the long section of this movie, there's really not a lot to talk about other than the fact that, that Krabs is just trying at every turn to figure out a way out. He's trying. He's keeping the car in shape. You know, he's yep. trying to... He starts to, the car to make sure the battery keeps going. Right. Um, he's on the lookout he for eventually wheels. runs out of gas. He runs out of gas. And he ends up stealing too, gas think, yeah. from a cop, right? He, um, the whole time there's this, there's this gang that want to, they, they don't like that he's not assimilating, right? He's, they, he makes them uncomfortable because he's trying to buck the system. So you've got well, that. And, and what's funny is, is that he doesn't really pay much attention to them. Right. He's like, yeah, whatever, mate. And they're like, fuck that guy! Yeah. It's like they're just instantly anti-him. Right. Right. But it, it's like, yeah. I don't, and I think there, there's a little bit of a, a story problem there. Yeah. Because it's kind of like, why? Right? Why do they care? Um, well, yeah, because they even sit down and they're kind of explaining stuff to him. It's like, this is the way things are around here. But it might be that he's kind of like a reflection of of what they... Are rejecting maybe? Well, he's not appreciating well, appreciating what they have at all. Like to he them, doesn't appreciate what they have, and and they don't appreciate that. Um, he he looks down on them because yeah. because it's like you should want to get out of here. Yes, right. Yes, it's, there's definitely contention in that. Yeah. I yeah. think, and these guys are like, if one thing is going to happen, if you're a prisoner in a drive-in. Um, even if you're given everything you could really want is you're going to be fucking bored yeah. and you're going to mess yeah. with people. Yeah. You're going to do dumb shit. Like that's all you have. You're right. Right. Is your, whatever that entertainment is you can create for yourself when you've seen the movie 51 times. Yeah. Right. right? Like, yeah. There's only, only so many, uh, Brian Trenchard Smith films. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, yeah. He hadn't made those two leprechauns. Well, nobody's, yeah, nobody's making new movies, right? So they're going to be seeing the they same did, shit. They did somehow get a hold of Snapshot, though. Yes. Because there's that, they show that scene, the li- last scene with the live burn at the end of that. Yeah. On the screen, that's fucking good. I like Snapshot. Maybe we need to talk about Snapshot. Snapshot. I like Snapshot. It almost made it. I was like, I had about 12 to 15 movies. The day after Halloween. Yeah, yeah. I did that the day after Halloween. But I knew, but I knew you yeah. both had seen it, and I was like... Well, it would have been our second uh, Chantal Cantori film, too. Yeah. Wait, what was the other one? 
Thirst? Oh, shit. Chantal Contori? Yeah. Oh, the girl, the Chantel. Same, Chantel. Same. Oh, I misunderstood right, you. I'm sorry. I was thinking that director. I was like, who? But yes, that's right. She's um she's not she's the lead, like though. No, no, she's the, she's she's the, the roommate, the, I think. Yeah. She, no, she's the upper-class friend who goes to her to get the hair done. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And then she's like, why don't you come hang out with us? I know a guy. Mm-hmm. That's a good movie. Yeah. Um But anyway, yeah, there's this... There's You're right. It is kind of like boredom and... Why does this guy think he's so good that he can't just accept his fate like we did? One right, of right? the guys is like a cackling hyena. Yeah. Yeah. And that that I think yeah. is my biggest problem with this movie is that this middle section, for as long as some people have probably been there, there should have been more factions. There should have been more groups. Mm, yeah, yeah. Not just this one group of, you know, well, call them greasers or whatever you want to call them, like yeah, punks yeah, yeah, or yeah. whatever. <laughs> well, they're fucking Nazis. <laughs> they, they, they really are Nazis. Well, one of them got it. Like, Nazi a, pin, he says, yeah. it's like, hey, they're fucking maniacs. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice yeah. the pin. But even, obviously, they, make, they yeah. make themselves clear. When, when, right? um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when, um, Carmen says, I'm going to go to the meeting. He's like, those guys are idiots. One guy is even wearing a, a swastika in so many I words. totally missed that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, yeah, whatever. See you later. You know, he knows yeah. that that's over as far as he's concerned because that happens to be the night he leaves. Um, but he, um, you're right. That might have helped because then he could have, instead of it just being one man against the system, rallied somebody you might have had that old person that you were talking about well and you could have had you know you could have had him pitting these people again using them as a distraction a distraction to leave yeah you know uh so uh, yeah i uh, that would have helped i think because then you know it's like instead of one guy telling everybody what to do and he and the only thing i can think of that makes him different or something that these people feel like they need to listen to is that he actually kind of dresses like a person on the outside albeit he looks like a used car salesman but he he's not a punk like everybody else yeah but his major problem is when he gets out he has something to go back to right, right? none of the other people do theoretically so well i'm talking about the leader of the white supremacist people oh yeah, oh yeah. gotcha gotcha i mean he dresses like a like a used car salesman but he does not dress like the punks right so, you know, it's like, that's why maybe some people would listen to him, but it would be hard to think that, that everybody would say like, oh, we should all listen to him instead of another guy saying, well, just fucking kill him and take his spot you right. know, or whatever, you know, like prison. Right. Um, so yeah, you feel like there should be, oh, that portion over there belongs to this group of people. That portion over there is the Asians. That portion over there are led by used car salesman guy who hates the Asians. So then you start using those those differences, and then now you're building on... Krabs isn't just uh, devoted to getting out, but he's smart. Right. And, yeah. he's, and, and you're not just seeing him smart car smart where he knows what he needs to get to make the car go he's smart in the way that he uses people right there are other there are other things i wish the movie did that it didn't do um number one i know this is kind of like supposed to be a gut punch but when Krabs doesn't give his brother's name as the owner of the vehicle that's like 
he's he's totally fucked himself at that point. Right. Because now no one's looking for him. And yeah. no one knows where to look for him. Like, I would have loved to see a version of this movie where Frank... <laughs> I expected like, Frank to show up. I know, I know, and that, but 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 he's not gonna because he doesn't know, no, right? Right. But if he did, ooh, like Frank busted in with his tow truck, and maybe he's a little bit more interested in saving his car than he is crabs. But he'll take crabs too. <laughs> yeah, like that would be awesome. I mean, Frank's the guy that lifts a weight twice and goes, eh, "I'm strong enough." <laughs> right. <laughs> I love Frank. Frank is great, but but also you know it, it is about in some ways it's about Krabs' growth, right? Because he kind of starts the movie as not maybe the most likable guy, but there's a humanity to him, and then you connect with him. I think. In yeah, because you're shown sp- because you are him, right? You you're like yeah, you, I want to get out too. There's but, only so many uh, exploitation movies I can watch, right? <laughs> but <laughs> Jeff's like, eh, man, yeah. I don't know about that. Give me the dirty burgers and an I'm exploitation. A, yeah, I'm, I'm coming um, up on 400 of those things. <laughs> but you're shown you're shown Stallone. You have the the kind of Schwarzenegger. Dude. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you have Frank. Yeah. And you're shown all of the heroes you would expect to show up. But and it's the scrawny kid wearing his It's the scrawny his kid. West and, and you can't help but think of up. Kurt Russell yeah. as Snake Plissken, right? You just can't help but think of that. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, right. For sure. The atypical hero. Even you. even a steel a Steve Railsback, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what's kind of <laughs> I don't know why I said that like I was about to go on Mexican radio, but, um, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, but the thing, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, I guess in a way he is kind of like the, you know, okay. He's the scrawny kid who like, oh, he does good, but, um, <laughs> he really doesn't have, again, going back to Carmen. He ain't got it that bad. He's obviously good enough for her, right. which could be just she's better than nothing, you know, or better than whatever. She could easily, you know. He's kind know. of a connection to us, right? Like, yeah. He, yeah. he doesn't remind us of the hell that he's in. He reminds us of our society, right? almost. Yeah. Like there's a through line through, He's through always, crabs. He doesn't like, seem connected to the world. I can yeah. feel like I know what it's like to feel like crabs. Yeah. If I were in the situation, like you get because he does see the better that's still out there, right? Right. Like in a way, and I think a lot of us would. So I, I'm, I'm kind of with but, crabs. I can get with the dude. I'm totally with crabs, but it's but as a movie, it's it's isolating as a viewer to only have crabs right you're coming around to this one oh i agree i agree with i was i'm joking but i I agree i agree if you if you had a a partner in crime or at least someone some kind of movement understands yeah right well yeah you could just have you know it's like again if you had another faction where it's like you know it's like well you know we've been here for six months we were like you we we thought This place sucks. But even yeah. the theater. Manager, I don't like the movies. Even a theater 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 manager. He he sees crabs, and he he knows he doesn't really belong there. But you know, you're in the system now. You're in I my thought, computer files. I thought he was going to kind of help him. Yeah. To you get that vibe bit. a little bit. Well, he did try to help shoot him. No, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> so, well, I could well, have well, seen him giving him something that would have one of two things. 
He gives him the help that'll kill him or get him out. Those are the only two things that are, are going to result from the help that he gives him. See, right? but in reality, w- w- the way he views crabs is maybe someone who is more like him. Right. Yeah, he wants to. He wants to bring him in. To he wants. The, he wants a peer who's more like him, and not like those other deadheads, as he calls them. Right. Right. He's like, I, I have a place for someone like you. Right. He wants a friend. That's why he keeps giving him beers. That's why he wants. He, he wants yeah, a fosters. buddy. He's he wants. Gonna... He's giving all the fosters. He wants. He wants a buddy. Yeah. Because he can't relate to all the other kids out there. The person he can relate most to is Krabs, but he's just as stuck as anyone. There is an undercurrent there. I don't though. think that guy can leave if he wants to. No, he can't. And I think there's an undercurrent there, though, with the with the the Nazis that they went through this with the guy too. Some of them, maybe. Yes. Yes. Well, used yes. car salesman, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And he realized it's very obvious why he's dressed the way he's dressed right. compared to the others. Yes. They see. They saw through his games earlier, but at the same time, like, what does he really want from them? But that's why Krabs is smart because he will. He is kind of stringing this guy along. Mm-hmm. He's giving him the conversation he Definitely. wants. He's trying to pull the wool over his eyes a little right. bit, right? So he can make these maneuvers in the night. And well, yeah, information is everything, right? Yeah, yeah, and he's he's using him for all he's worth. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's why he doesn't get shot right away when he finds him on the computer. And like, right. there's a little bit of trust there i guess trust is probably the wrong word i don't think it's trust necessarily but well it's he's hoping that hey i'm your buddy you know yeah Yeah. um yeah and if he if he's gonna do enough trouble i guess maybe the the guy who runs the place is like well if he gets himself killed he gets himself killed he it's his own fault you know i'll find the next guy who comes in to be my buddy yeah because i don't think this guy the theater runner the, de- the drive-in runner ever leaves. He's there all the he time. He never leaves. He never leaves. So he's which just is, as stuck. Which is funny because it's like you would think that, again, and I don't know if this is, I don't know if this is necessarily a deficiency, but it's like, why don't all the ship bags just take over everything? Right. There's not enough cops to, to, to shoot them all. Well, there's one reason they won't take over everything because they won't get the rations anymore that's given to them for yeah. free. I mean, they're, they they are taken care of, right? Like they, they don't want to leave. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying take over. Just they wouldn't. Yeah, oh, they'd just, no longer get all those rations. Right. And you're stuff. right. Yeah. The, yeah, the government funding or they whatever they know who's feeding who's the beast. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 All right. Because they're, they're getting yeah, that thirty dollars yeah. a week. There's a constant food supply coming in. It's all junk food, but it's coming in. It's the kind of food I would eat in my twenties and been happy. That shit just goes away. Yeah. If they revolt. Right. Yeah. And that's why there's the complacency there, right? Because well, they also, yeah, they also get free drugs, too. They get they get free drugs. The women get birth control. Yep. Yeah. There's only one thing that could ruin this. Nazis? For them. Huh? No, Asians. Oh, right. Oh, so, right. well, okay. Sure. <laughs> like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. a straw that kind of breaks the camel's back for these folks yep. and re- ultimately creates a, the distraction well, kind it, of that it, he needs in a way. In a way, it does create the natural desire to say, hey, those people are different. It also we starts creating those, those factions that you talk about. Yeah. yeah. Because but, we also. But we never see the Asian faction. We don't. Because it's a 90, 90 minute movie. And, we see them get yeah. treated poorly. It's not poorly. even a 90 minute movie. We see them movie. get treated poorly. And, and in a couple scenes. Yeah. yeah. But 
but what what we do see is we see that there are lots of other star drive-ins and a lot of them are at capacity yeah and now they've got to start blending and that's is when things are going to start going bad right yeah like he that he's he, crabs gets out but shit is still going to go down in that drive-in yeah oh probably that very night probably i mean all it takes is probably for one because how quickly was it that somebody said something like, how long is it going to be before one of them rapes one of you? Right. And even Carmen's like, I'm worried about that myself. And right. it's like, wow, you're awful. Yeah, um, to- awful. And, and, and but, crabs the whole time. Like, when she tells him that, it's like she's worried that they're going to, like, rape her. He's like, why? Yeah. What? Right. Why would you even think that? But the uh, but uh, how long would it be when things are all on fire for somebody to say it was the Asians who did it. Oh, totally. And then the whole thing is torn down. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, everything got blowed up anyway. Yeah. Get blowed <laughs> up. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, let's get there. Let's we're, we're, let's talk about the Asians come. They're, they're packing in this drive-in. Uh, you know, of course, minorities are going to start to get you know picked on picked on as well in this in this new uh micro society you're right well it's a neighborhood right it's like you know what's the what's the thing that you know gets repeated anytime when somebody different comes in it's like oh there goes the neighborhood everyone starts selling their houses it's also very likely that they've been keeping them separated for 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 a while but now they they've got no place to put them so they've got to start packing them in with the youth who they've been keeping very very targetedly placated, right? What they've been placating these people with is not going to work for these Asian people. Yeah, it's probably different for yeah, sure. right. at all. Like they they they're they know that they're in prison. Right? Yeah, they're they're a lot of crabs at this point. They know they know what the what the situation is, and now they're being put in a very oh. in a, in a counter a counter. The, did they infect the uh, the drive-in with crabs? Oh, come on. I mean, think about it, though, because they're the ones who know that they are. I mean, it's kind of like they very pointedly talked. I mean, I'm this is lowbrow, yes. Yes. But it's I mean, very pointedly that he's like, yeah, I thought I had crabs once, but, uh, you know, I really wasn't. And it just kind of stuck. Which, in, in a way, these people, if they are like crabs who know that they're prisoners that they're not being, you know, that well, they they don't drive in willingly, right? Well, like, no, that's yeah, the so they are they know right. they're prisoners. Right, right, right. They are being busted. So the yeah. whole thing is is a house of cards that's about to well, be Well, if if they don't do it to themselves, extermination is the next step in this solution. Right. Right. Yes, absolutely. I mean, is this well, is Well, it's going to be the end of of uh, Turkey shoot, right? Yeah, uh, like pretty much. Somebody's going to come in and blow up everybody. Yeah. But, I mean, you're just assuming that, that nothing happens that night. You now got either a group of people who are going to be picked on, beat up, and essentially exterminated. Or they are going to all rise up and just upset the entire thing. And right. it's just not going to work. It's yeah, not because they're already having the town hall when Krabs decides to escape. Right? right, they bring everyone together that's not Asian. Right, and they're all ready to fight for their yeah. Place. And they and they they what they are fighting for is the status quo of this shitty existence. Not you know, not more. They're not. They're not putting. They're not putting the 
the blame or their anger in the right place. No, right? not at all. No, well, uh, probably what's going on on the macro on the outside. Right. Right. Yeah, they're putting their blame on these people who are layabouts, who are taxing the system. That's already taxed to the point of broke is broken. Oh, and it's also like a classic, um, you know, far right wing tactic. Yeah. To to pit otherize somebody to pit minorities and and people of lower income against one another to keep them blind to what's really yes, going on. Give them an enemy. Yeah. Give, give that, these people. Give an them enemy. someone to hate. Right. Yes. That's not us. Right. Yep. Like yep. these are the people. Who are to blame for everything wrong in your but life. But see, th- that's yeah. one of the problems with this really, really short kind of in and out movie that focuses yeah. on a single character is that there's, if that is the idea of why they're bringing these people, we need somebody to tell us that. I mean, like, you, okay, we get it. There's there's a group that's coming in that these these turds are going to rally against, but what we, what even if it was just him overhearing as he's like, uh, as he's getting the gasoline from the cops, hearing somebody say like, oh, "That was the we got to give him something else to hate other than us." Well, I think I think I don't yeah. want to be spoon fed. I don't either, but, but I get what but, you're but saying. But the problem is, is that we're it, we're we're trying to we're trying to piece together a larger topic in this incredibly small the the, the story, and yeah, that's a problem. A the, the, the movie kind of starts to buckle yeah. under the weight of of the concept of its concept, right? Yeah, and so yeah, I mean, so like, everything uh, has to blow up because of that yeah yeah well at that point yeah, yeah, yeah well, enough of this shit <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. we've taken this as far as we can blow it up <laughs> yeah it is a spectacular it is ending such a good the ending explosion. is good the ending is good and it's it's blast i mean the, the car <laughs> yeah the car stunt stuff i think the best car stunt isn't even the ramp it's the um it's the earlier one from before he gets in the drive-in when he's driving his red delivery truck. Yeah, and he dri- that was a scene that didn't mean anything. No, other than to just show that he has a job. Yeah. And that he also has to dodge the car boys. Yeah. Right? And that he can drive. And that he can drive. Very, yes. Yes, Chuck just from the other room as he walked <laughs> to get something. As reminded he decided us. to say, fuck this, we're going to blow up this room. Yeah, he's a hell he of a left. good driver. Um, And uh, so he... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he was trying to convince, I think, Frank earlier, too, to allow him to drive in something. I forget what it was. Like, maybe there was oh. some kind of, like, race or something. Yeah. Or, yeah, um, but Frank wasn't having it. But, um, but yeah, he's a capable guy. And that, But the stunt where he drives the that red uh, truck or, or whatever the hell that car is through the train car. Yeah. And it almost flips, but it barely stays on its wheels. I blew me away. I was like, holy crap. That, that looked like it almost went wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he wrenches a couple of, uh, uh, you know, just a couple of working schlubs. Unfortunately, they're, you know, just bringing in more oh, yeah, junk. Yeah. yeah. Basically. Um, I mean, I guess those, those like burnt out cars and stuff. I mean, are those like. Is it like basically bringing in like... That's their bunk. Yeah. It's like, hey, we're bringing in homes. Yeah. It's like, there's no windows. That's their shelter. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Like, this is all fucked. That's dark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But anyway, so he... Uh, he basically is... He wrenches those guys and he's like, all right, I'm just going to take one of these. They'll let me out. Yeah. 
but the owner or the, or the, the operator of right, the place, right. he's like, hey, wait a minute, you're not supposed to be... And then machine guns? <laughs> yeah. They don't even wait. No. I mean, and the guy is like, nope, he is not his friend. He is like, this guy, get him. Yeah. yeah. That kind of surprised me, honestly. Uh, I thought yeah. maybe he'd like, give him a wink yeah. and let him go. Yeah. Well, he does say something funny when the guy then, gives then him... Then shit wouldn't get the... Be no, exploded. right. I mean, that would ruin <laughs> right. the ending, obviously. He's just like, okay, you can go. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, right this way, sir. Credits. <laughs> it's like, oh, all, this is all you had to do is ask. <laughs> yeah, blind me. We're on fire. <laughs> um, no, the uh, at one point the guy who runs the place does say something really funny to the cops. Um, because they like keep missing, like they shoot everything, but oh yeah, you 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 do you are trained for this, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he which. To be honest with you, they may not be. Maybe not. I, I mean, mean I no, they probably don't get a lot of resistance. No, yeah. probably not. No, and we saw them abstaining from any kind of activity earlier. So yeah. they they were not going to get involved with the carboys. They were not going to help with the dead bodies. They were not like yeah. none of that. So these cops, maybe they say they're trained for this, but I wouldn't think that they are. No, I obviously think it's the exact same cops too. I think uh, a couple of them. I think yeah, yeah two of the. The ones that come are, I think. I am a little surprised they're not driving Ford Falcons. I know, right? We saw yeah. that earlier this yep. month. Yep. I'm, I'm God su- damn it, all roads lead to Mad Max. <laughs> it, is, it is surprising, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so Krabs is, he's in the tow truck and he's got to like, he doesn't know what he's going to do. He's just driving into everything. Yeah. All the little shanties that people have built, um, all the little, you know, uh, skeletons of cars he's just running into everything the police trucks are trying to shoot him down at one point i don't know what how I, is this the one that he stole the gas from maybe the the gas cap hadn't um yes oh yeah had yes. totally been been put back on no he took it off oh you're he right purposely took he it took off. the cap yeah. off yes. yeah so it, it blows open and the gas starts coming out and they run over a patch of of uh fire a fire in the in the truck catches on fire <laughs> and that motherfucking thing is like a gulf of flame then and it crashes into something else and holy hell it is that must have been so much fun to blow, <laughs> to blow up that that whole area of that driving because well, it the, is a massive explosion it is um also when they're shooting their machine guns they almost shoot the the uh, nazis yeah or well, whatever the people at the meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because they all come out because they're like, "What's going on?" Yeah, yeah like idiots. Like, what's going on? Out yeah, here? there's something going on out there. Yeah, it might be bigger than the gas station explosion in uh, what is that movie with? Why can't I remember the name of the movie with the girl that goes home to take care of? Oh, and Next of Kin. Next, yeah. Of it, Kin. Oh, it's bigger than oh, that for yeah. sure. Oh, oh, it's it's yeah. even it's even bigger than the gas station explosion in Robocop. Oh my yeah. god! Oh, wow. Yeah, which that was a huge explosion. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's bigger than that. I guess that drive-in was was set to be destroyed. Boo! It's like, well, let's let's do it in the best way possible. Right? Let's give it the best send-off ever. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. He eventually ends up in a police uh, paddy wagon, which they, that's what they are essentially. They're just yeah, yeah they're, yeah. they're not just cars. They're not just like trucks. They're like they go around and they pick up multiple people at once. Yeah. I mean, and they just leave people in the in the cage back there. Yeah. Because uh, we saw that earlier in the movie where it's like one guy's like, oh, I got to go take a leak or something. And they're like, yeah, shut up. 
<laughs> it's like we're not done with you yet. Yeah. But yeah, so he ends up in the um car in the in one of the cop cars. And that's when he uh he's like, I'm gonna fucking jump it. I'm just gonna jump it. And he flies into the star drive in sign that explodes. Everything explodes. He lands outside. He drives off, and I do like, there's one shot I really like. He's driving off, and what do you see in the background? The big plume of smoke. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. Right. It's like, oh, all right, continuity. And he says, yeah. beauty. Yeah, right. Beauty. <laughs> and that drive-in is out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Well, it's weird. Everything in Australia is in the middle well, of nowhere, it's right? It's weird because there's a shot when he when he's having a beer with the, the manager, and when they're we're bringing in the film canisters. Yeah. And, and there's a shot through the window. And there's a little neighborhood on a hill, just on the other side of the fence. Oh yeah, I and you can that. see a car driving by, and it's like oh, yeah. it's like there's a little suburban neighborhood just right adjacent to this. That's where the rich people went. They right, left the yeah. cities and they went to the yeah. May, that must be on the other side of the road out. Yeah, then. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Yeah, it was, it's kind of it's kind of off putting though because it almost feels out of place. Yeah. Yeah. It's like eh, maybe you wanted to. To shoot a different direction, Just yeah. Digitalize that out, <laughs> or maybe Disney it's, Plus will. Maybe do that. it's letting us know that the things that are crabs that wants close? are still out there and they're really and attainable. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe. Ooh, that that would make. See again, there. See this. This makes a great novel. <laughs> I know it's a short story, but there's a great novel in this world, you know, or in this where you can get all of that subtext, subtext, and it's like. You know, you can have extra scenes in there where it's like, you know, Krabs is thinking about, it's like, it's just right there. It's just right Right, because you could make this story really good, but then it wouldn't be exploitation anymore. Right. Like, it'd be too long. Yeah. Too... Yes. Too much drama, melodrama. Yeah. So, letting us put put it together is kind of fun, honestly. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, it just, it just wasn't hitting right for me. I get that, too. Okay. Um... Trenchard Smith described it as Mad Max, part Mad Max, part Exterminating Angel. You guys know what Exterminating Angel I is? I do not. So, uh, do you know who Luis Buñuel is? I do not. All right. So, Luis Buñuel is kind of a um, experimental surrealist filmmaker. Oh, I've seen all of his stuff, um, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, it I, sounds like a guy you've seen some movies I, Well, Yeah, I'm not going to mangle <laughs> the name of the, of the movie he made with... Um, Salvador Dali, but he made a movie oh, Salvador okay. Dali, which was a huge influence on David Lynch. But but um God Exterminating Angel <laughs> is is an interesting movie. It's about these very well to do people who go to this party and they um the servants all of a sudden like disappear and they have this party, this extravagant party, and then they all and they all decide to leave, they can't leave the house. And they descent into like their baser selves. Now, see that sounds fucking great. Because everybody comes in at the same level and they all sing. And, it, and it's again, it's it's kind of like um, uh, there's been a lot of those types of movies recently mm-hmm. about that thin line between you know your humanity and what you can get away with. Like, yeah. Like Infinity Pool is one that just recently came out that is very much like delves into that idea, right? That I thought you were going to say Infinity War. I'm like, fuck yeah, I've seen that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But even, but even, but even to a degree, uh, the menu, right? Yeah, I was going to mention the menu. Uh, Triangle of Sadness is another one, right? Yeah. So there's this thin line between your your 
uh, civilized and your baser self. Right. And when when even just a little bit of your freedom is taken away and you have to, to really struggle, what do you become? Right. What is the, what is that? That's the, uh, um, and it was this commentary on, on the affluent and how they're only, they're, 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 they're a mirage. Yes. Right. Yeah. It's the, it's the persona versus what's the opposite of persona that Carl Jung. The id. No, 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 that's something else. I'm just going through all of them. Um, The persona (laughs) and the, um, well, that's Freud, isn't it? Yes. Um, Carl Jung had a, uh, the, the persona is what you show everybody. But what you hide and what you repress is the opposite of anima? that. Anima? No. Anima. The, the anima. anima. I knew if I go... <laughs> yeah, the anima. You're yeah, I, I do anima. hide that as much yeah, as I the possibly anima. can. Yeah, you don't want everybody, uh, you don't want everybody to see that business. But but this is this is like an exploitation reverse of, of exterminating angel, right? Yeah. No, based on what you said, that makes... Except for you're coming in at a different point. Yeah. In that story, and you're, your and, shadow? And, you're, and you're of a different class. I think it's your shadow. Yeah, but, but yeah. Anyway, that just give you a little bit of of his idea was kind of sprung from mashing those two things together, right? Which is really kind of a lofty idea. So, um, t- so take it for whatever worth it is. Ultimately, it works for you or it doesn't. I just think it's fucking amazing to look at. For the most part, it is that, uh, and I really like Krabs's performance. I just really, yeah, I no, really I mean, enjoy. He's fine. Yeah. I really enjoy him, and I really enjoy looking at his girlfriend. <laughs> she's, <laughs> all right. she's all right. It's a, it's a fun movie. It lost me a little in the middle for reasons I already stated. The ending is fucking spectacular, and it, it is like gratifying in a way. Like for for me, it's it was a gratifying watch. Like I felt good. When crabs like jumps out of the yeah. fucking yeah, the he just ramps right out. Yeah. Of there, Beauty. <laughs> yeah, I saw those ramps. I was like, oh shit, yeah. here we go. Yeah. It's it's fun. I thought it was fun. I did like the conclusion. Um, we were talking earlier about your favorite movie from this month. Jeff. Oh yeah, yes. already declared thirst. Yeah, it's your thirst. favorite. It's thirst. What's your favorite, Jason? Do you um, have one? You don't have to have one. I know. I know what it is. Yeah, I mean, it's star, Starstruck. Yeah. That yeah. was the one he was hoping we would all say is number one. No, no. No, I know, I know. But when you, earlier when I was like, guys, this is my favorite. I you're thought, like, eh, watch all I of them. thought it might have a chance, or this one might have a chance to, to unseat Thirst. Um, I thought it might. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's it's Thirst, Road Games. Uh, road Games number two. Starstruck. Road games and Starstrike are real close. Um, Wake and Fright, and then this one. Okay. Then okay. Dead and Driving. Mine is probably also Starstruck because it's the most complete of the movies for me. It like that's fair. It goes from beginning to end without much of like loss because I thought Road Games fell apart. I think I said that. I really liked. Yeah, that you movie, didn't like the the final the way it yeah. all kind of like yeah. Wraps yeah. Up you didn't like w- once they got to Perth. You were like eh, yeah, yeah. Not, like the, not digging it. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I liked that movie overall. I liked all all of the movies overall. Wake and Fright was the hardest for me, but actually talking about it made me like it more. Yeah. Do you, do you kind of understand after after you watched all five where it it could maybe be considered the the best of the five 
Which one's that? Wake of Fright. Just um, just from like a critical appraisal. Yeah, viewpoint. when we like, were talking about it, that there's a lot of right there on screen. It's happening. You have to be receptive to to get it. Yeah, yeah. And that make I mean that is a you look at it one way, it's one type of movie. You look at it another way, it's a different type of movie. And so yeah, I would say that I understand why that is critically yeah considered and deemed pretty important. Right. It's yes, I can see that, and it's also probably the one I'm least likely to watch again. Oh, yeah. most certainly not. Most certainly, yeah. I, I I don't really see myself watching that anytime soon. Yeah, it, yeah. but it, it is good, and I think the things it was trying to say make sense. Mm-hmm. And it was fun to deconstruct it. Well, I don't know if deconstructing is the right word, but... Like, yeah, yeah, that's, no, yeah, that's... Yeah. yeah. It was fun to do that. Um, in the order of watchability, for me, I would say Starstruck, Dead End Drive-In, Road Games, Thirst, Wake and Fright would be my order. At, just on pure watchability. I'd probably rather watch Starstruck again than Road Games. That's why they're so close yeah, yeah. in the ranking. Um, but, yeah, that first three-fourths of road games is just engaging as very, hell. Very, Yeah. Um, I mean, and that's, like, the most, like, the kind of movie I would normally watch. Yeah. Sure. Is road games. Like, that's my kind of and thing. You, and you've watched, and thirst is and you've my watched kind of a lot of movies that are that kind of thing that are a lot worse. Yes, yeah. absolutely, 100%. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, that are, don't even, like, shine a light to, to, to the road games. I mean, yeah, I would agree with that. Road games is above average. It is above average, but even some of the worst giallos I've watched have stuck the landing. Sure, sure. Like, a lot better for me. Sure. Until they, like, fly off a cliff at the end or whatever <laughs> they do. You know? Yeah, it's like all of a sudden. But these were all, I think these were all good movies. Yeah. I, I, li- I enjoyed the whole month I... overall. I will say, obviously, I mean, Thirst is the type of movie that I sit down and watch more than anything else. Right. I mean, again, I have now cut... The triumvirate has been achieved. Uh, I've covered it in all three ways that I could possibly cover it. Um, So, yeah. I mean, um, barring it becoming available for me to do uh, B-Movie Anima the Series... I've done everything I can with it. Right. Um, and I've done it happily in every all those ways. Thirst is the is the one of the five that I think could be remade. Oh, absolutely. And and be remade well, in a really interesting well, way. Well, like I said, a TV series would be fantastic. Yeah. You could get a couple of seasons out of that. Yeah. You could easily get 26 episodes out of two seasons. Yeah. Oh, I, think, I mean, I you think throw you're... crabs into the middle of thirst, right? And he has—he's like one of the blood donors. <laughs> like that's know, an episode right there, right? Holy that... shit, that's fun. Yeah, because he's gonna escape. You know, he's gonna escape. Yeah. So I mean, if you're gonna have a long TV series, you have to have episodes. Well, you'd, like you'd that. have a guy. You'd have a guy who you, you take the focus from. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, and you can still have the girl, but you can see her degrade over time, and the other guy. Get stronger over time. Yeah, uh, sure. Man, hire us. <laughs> yeah, we'll run right. Um, no, I, uh, I, one thing I will say about Dead End Drive-In, this was, again, going back to um, that that magical time in my early Roku days of watching um, Bizarre TV. This was one that the trailer played a lot oh, in between movies. So it's like, I always, like, if you ever watch the, the trailer, it's Americanized heavily. Yeah. Because it was uh, distributed by New World. Okay. And the way they... I mean, the poster 
is heavily Americanized yeah. and make him look like a ghoul yeah. is right. running about, right? Um, that guy is not in this movie. No, it's not that movie at all. No. Yeah. Um, the mo- The trailer is kind of interesting, but what I always remember is at the end, they do show the launch yeah. into the sign. That's how they kind of finish it. But um, there's a guy yelling, dead end driving, <laughs> and, like at the end. Yeah. And that, that just sticks in my head. Huh. It's Yeah, watch it. It will never leave your brain either. That's wild. Um, so, yeah. So, that was one where it's like, you know, I'm ready for this movie. And I'm feel awful that it didn't land. Uh, but I, this is do? the one what I'll watch. Do? I mean... There's not a single one of these movies that if somebody says, hey, Jeff, we're putting this on, and if I'm hanging out, I'd probably, you know, stick Other through it. Wake and Fright. Well, that's not a party movie. No. But <laughs> hey, Jeff, we're putting on Wake and Fright. You won't see us kill some kangaroos. <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, I'll, I'll watch the Donald Pleasance parts. <laughs> Just watch Columbo with Donald Pleasance sometimes. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. What's um, next? Unless well, you're not done. No, I'm done. Um, so next week, we've just decided that, uh, next week's movie, <laughs> we like literally just decided <laughs> moments ago that our next movie is going to be Magnolia. Yeah. Boy, I haven't seen this in a long time. Um, this is going to be interesting because it's going to be a little bit of a time capsule movie. I, think. I hope it holds up for me. I have no confidence in that, Jason. <laughs> really? No, I don't. I mean, uh, I mean, I do, but I don't. Um, There's a lot of people that think this is Anderson's like masterpiece. Stuff. I would be one. I loved this movie yeah. when it came out. Um, there is a nuance to the Tom Cruise character for as crude as he is. That is fantastic. He deserves his Oscar nomination for yeah. that. I'm looking forward to, like, this is one that I've seen, like, being reappraised a lot by people or brought up recently. So, I was like, I want to do that. And then I looked at your guys's, both of you recommended that we do this one. I was like, I think we should do Magnolia. Well, what's what I think is going to be interesting is, particularly with the Tom Cruise character, because that's the one that's going to stand out far above every everything else, is that um, it's going to be interesting to see how it compares to some of the stuff I get into the muck with, with the whole manosphere thing. Mm, yeah. It is fascinating because it's like, we could see it coming 20 years ago. Yeah. And people hold that, hold that performance in some sort of like, you guys don't fucking understand. Uh, he is making fun of you. It's like the, the fight club syndrome. Yeah, yes. it is. It is. So yeah. it's going to be interesting to see that. Um, it, I think it's going to. It's. It, I think it's going to be an interesting comparison twenty years ago to today. Well, it's funny. The, the things I always remember from it are the frogs. Yes. Yeah. The Amy uh, Mann the song. Amy Mann song. Yeah. That, Although there, there's another song in that that's even better than yeah. the one that they all. The sing. whole soundtrack is great. Yeah. Um, the CD is amazing. But um, are we going to talk about this now? Are we going to do yeah, it Yeah, let's talk about it right now. And right. And, and then the other. I just this is a preamble. And then the um. Really, the thing that, that the most emotional thing from the movie that stands out is Philip Seymour Hoffman and Jason, Jason Robards. Robards. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I do remember very heavily that whole interview that Tom Cruise has had, and he's he's caught. Like, he is, like, the 
the whole facade is starting to drop. Yeah. You know, and that's that's the Oscar nomination right yeah. there. But anyway. Next week. Next week. So Magnolia There's next week. There's a tease week. for you. There you go. Tease. There it is. Um, so, yeah, that is filmseizure.com. You can go there next Wednesday morning, listen to Magnolia. Next Monday at the same spot. I'm back at it with some more Ultra Q business. Episodes five and six. Love that damn show. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Japanese X-Files. But with giant monsters. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Even better. (laughs) Um, So that all, just go to filmseizure.com, find out where we are located, where you can listen to those shows and everything. This Friday on um, bmovieanima.com, I have a review of a movie that makes you feel uncomfortable but in all the right ways and it becomes a very good movie in the long run and that is the movie girly girly freddie francis oh yeah, that yeah this yeah. is his favorite movie that he ever made interesting and i agree it is you agree it's his favorite movie well i agree it's his best movie he ever made <laughs> as a director not as a cinematographer you need to see i should have brought it for you um the doctor of the devils I oh, should yeah. have brought it for you. I think you'll really like it. Um, probably would. So anyway, so that's going to be at bmovieinima.com. Um, but, you know, the most important stuff is at filmseizure.com. And then go to bmovieinima.com. Right. That's, that's on there, too. But, <laughs> but, but for this trio's importance, filmseizure.com for everything. Until next week when um, uh, we wise up. <laughs> Um, and we get rained on by frogs i am jeff arbuckle i'm chuck moore i am jason oliver and you have been listening to film seizure so long australia so long australia 